This is Half Class Podcast. For a seven-year-old with a skin condition, he got a lot of courage. With a knife in the back, a natural cause of death? I'm just, I'm eating the dirt. (laughs) I just zoned out for like five fucking minutes thinking about him pooping. Welcome, everyone, to Ravnica. I'm your host and guildmaster, A.A. Cray. And I'm here with Dietrich Heiss. Princess Lowe. Chris Ogden. Thomas Williams. Okay, we get it. Lingling! the brave. Knight of the New Order. Goddess of women's dreams. Hero of Grygon. Shut the fuck up, Dietrich. Bro, I was going to be so Sunash. impressed if he did all of them. <laughs> I, was not, I was waiting for him to do the whole thing. The magic shitter. The meat cannon. Meta gamer, the undistracted, father of banana bread, the kind of unnecessary lion, the fallen, the master of third degree burns, the shaft hustle champion, the survivor of many things, the scry, the scry guy, guy, the, the, polar, yeah, parrot. the polar parrot, <laughs> the slayer of Bandor, the owner of a raccoon, Ned, never mind, the immovable bod, yeah, oh yeah, the Rekos rescuer, that would hurt a little. They're the owner of a raccoon, never mind. Oh, I didn't even hear that one. You guys are pretty close. You got the most The planeswalker, the granule explosives expert. The devout without. The intimidator, the Gaius Machaeus. And the ashamed. Nice. I've heard better. Beautiful. Thomas Williams. Ling Ling. And our special guest, Roger Williams. The guy who sometimes plays an elephant some of the time. Endronom. Okay, last we left off, Dietrich, take it. All right. We were in a cave. Uh, So, last time, our adventurers found themselves face-to-face with an undead priest slowly rising from his grave. As he stood there in all his undead glory, we, your heroes, shivered. Shivered with a fear unlike any other, for we had no escape. And to our backs, we had vampires gnashing at a wooden pillar that we had moved there previously. Um, after much debate that all seemed to take place within six seconds, we decided to try to parlay with this undead creature. Unfortunately, it failed miserably. But Sunaj, quick-witted as always, banished the undead priest to another realm and was able to buy us some time. However, the foolish priestess of water and bullshit and thunder decided to let all the vampires in. I'm not sure why. And uh, when that happened and we all got pitched in um, a feverish battle for our lives... Uh, we decided to run for the hills after a well-timed fireball that narrowly missed most of the allies. We all jumped down a tunnel at the bottom of the tunnel. We discovered that our ally snowball had fallen in a pile of ash, narrowly being defeated by his master's own fireball. But at the bottom, we were again surrounded by vampires Surely, this would be the end of us. Fortunately, out of the darkness rode a new group of knights. Warriors from the shadows, 
that's quickly defeated the vampires and uh, seemed to know one of the monks that was uh, in our party. They welcomed us in, gave us lodging, and we found rest that night. But it was an unfit rest, a rest filled with tossing and turning as we remembered our fallen comrade. Did we even play the same session? Is that... What the fuck are you talking about? None Richard? of that happened. You just like what made up a I'm pretty sure that's exactly how We're it not playing improv anymore. This is the actual fucking campaign now, Dietrich. <laughs> that's all canon. None of that is... The only canon around here is ND, bro. That was not <laughs> even close. <laughs> just do it again. I play violin. You got me that... Literally that everything that happened as I said it to be. No. <laughs> it was kind of close if you were drunk. He probably was. We, didn't <laughs> so we make him chug? I nailed here, 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 chug. Here. Yeah, welcome. he chugged that beer and then took notes. Was like, oh shit, that sound right. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'll give an accurate recap, real short. No, I don't want. I saved your okay, asses, thanks, and then we got into a place with monks. That could sum up a lot of episodes. Don't forget though. the part where you killed your raccoon. We don't yeah, talk about that's that. Very oh, yeah, the snowball. The owner of a raccoon. Never Not, mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. That's. You got two new titles this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Melter of Snowballs. Ooh. Ooh. I hate it. Walking, <laughs> walking Global Warming. Ooh. I never thought I would hate getting titles this much. <laughs> if I wasn't so mad about how you're treating me, I would really be enjoying the roasting of Sunaj right now. Not all titles are good. Not all titles are good. <laughs> all right, so... You guys were in this battered tavern with cots scattered across the floor. Uh, there is a room in this area with a garderobe. That is where Princess Lo was able to stay for the night. What you guys did find out most recently from Lothar, who talked to you in the morning, after you guys started speaking about your friend and why you're there, you mentioned a prison. He mentioned a prison that he knew of called the Hell Vault, which is a large obelisk of magical moon silver. And he didn't really know a lot about it, but he did know that there was supposedly another dimension that lies within. And it acts sort of as a prison for the supernatural. He also mentioned that is possibly where Avison has been captured or entrapped. She's in an entanglement. <laughs> Session's over. Topical. <laughs> I love you, Will Smith. I'm so sorry. You deserve way better. The deacon's name was Mill Sith. Sill with? That's what I meant to say. Yeah, that was a lot better. Yeah, I'm just. I kind of like the name Mill, though. Not Meek, but. Huh. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time you've ever been funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have my moment. <laughs> my moment. Lothar came up to you. He was talking to you guys about Addison. You guys are all currently in this little area. They brought you a bunch of food. And he informed you all, minus Endronom, who is still passed the fuck out. I, I laid on the sleeping bags. The cotton exploded. <laughs> Good God. And big boy. There's no reason why you need it. You have, like, one little blankie that's, like, covering you, but it looks like a little, like, hand towel over a human. Yeah. I like to think that the cotton, like, slowly leaked out the sides. So, so it's kind of like when you fall asleep on a leaky air mattress and then... Like you wake up the next day and your back is just killing you and you're like, what's wrong? What happened? And you're trapped and you can't get out. So Lothar sort of uh, steps back up to you. 
You cannot tell anybody about this. You got it? As the protector of the Lunarch, or former, we do have to keep this knowledge safe. You said, you mentioned previously that you're familiar with a prison of sorts. Could you point us in that direction? You want to go toward the Hell Vault? Yes. Yes, I, I think it's my best chance at saving my people. Uh, I can tell you where it's at. I, I'm not sure uh, I can really go out of here through all of those things. These creatures, can they operate in the sun? Yes. Yes, they can. Do you know what they're weak against? How do we fight them? Holy energy. Holy in our jeans? I got a bunch of those. Maybe they gave you new pants. Oh, yes. Uh, do you want a pair of these? Uh, he hands you a pair of like brown burlap like jeans. Sure. Burlap jeans. If that's not a look. Yeah, you'd rock it. I dig it. I can show you uh, pictures of what this hell vault looks like, and you'll know exactly what it is as soon as you make your way out of here. But I'm not sure I trust any of my people to go with you. Well, considering one of them opened the door to the last fucking place we were in, I don't think I trust your people to do that either. One of who? One of your fucking refugees, monks, whatever you want to call it. They were the ones that opened the door of the cathedral. Otherwise, we would have been sitting pretty. Uh, Matt looks over at him and he nods. He's not one of us. Did you see anything come from him? A spirit of darkness. He grabs his armor near his breastplate and he pulls it down and you can see it looks like there's like a carving in his skin. And it looks like uh, that Avacyn's collar, basically. The one that's on her spear. We cannot be possessed. They must have planted him there to invade the cathedral and snuff out the light. That would make sense. Most of it's gone. Is it always dark here? We don't have any windows, so we're stuck with candles. What about outside? That tattoo is pretty cool. Um, do you think I could get a tat? I look at Sunaj. <laughs> Am I allowed to get a tattoo? I'm 16, so no. I need I need an adult, adult to give me permission. I feel like Princess Lowe is the kind of person who like asks her mom something and then her mom says no and, and then, then she, she goes, goes to her dad. Sunaj. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she totally does. You look over at Sunaj and he kind of just gives you a little like head shake like no. And, uh, you know, as a general rule, before you permanently mar your body, you should probably at least give it a couple weeks to make sure like it still settles well with you. Like a few months. And ideally think, but and think about what it do to you when you grow old no, me and thomas agreed on some tattoos like yesterday we're just gonna get them i don't see what am i what do i need okay to well your guys intelligence score is like negative four in real life oh okay i was checking my so, character sheet i was so confused <laughs> i like to think lowe's a little better <laughs> shit got me all right if you want to go to the hell vault things you need to know uh come with me and he sort of walks out the door that you guys originally came into to get into this place. Back into that big, dark uh, well. 
He wants us into the pit with Micaeus? Underneath, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was only in that area because he was trapped in the fucking coffin. He can go anywhere he wants now. So I doubt he'd just fucking hang out in the tomb. That's fair, yeah. It's been a, like eight, nine hours. He yeah. opens the door and he's right there. <laughs> you, you, you walk towards the door, hear a knock. He's been waiting. Uh, I follow him out. Yeah, I'll get up and waddle my large anus out the door. Ling Ling also waddles his large anus out the door. <laughs> it looks great. Uh, Princess Laura, are you going as well? Yeah, definitely. Matt also goes with you guys. Okay. The Hell Vault's in the courtyard, right? It's uh, right outside of the cathedral, and it sort of uh, overlooks the the Lake of Herons, uh, right? An important thing to know, this isn't something that is for sure what happened, but this is what we heard. Micaeus had told me, since he was one of the only ones who was able to watch, he told me that Avacyn had cast a binding spell to imprison the Archdemon Grizzlebrand. This was after they'd fought nearly ten days. It was the last of their abilities, right? But Grizzlebrand was prepared. He's uncanny. He's, he's a demon. He thrust his spear through Avacyn just as her binding spell was complete, inflicting a mortal wound, causing her to... Well, we don't know. We have to assume she's in there as well, but we can't know if she's even still alive. Since she's gone missing, the holy energy in the land has all but died down. We're afraid to ask any of Avacyn's kin... And even if we weren't, we have no idea where to find him. Okay. That's a lot of good information. Thank you. Where is the Hell Vault? It's outside the it, cathedral I'm in the courtyard. So it's in the courtyard. Okay. Courtyard! Yes, okay, courtyard. cool. So this way? <laughs> I don't think we should rashly go that way right now. Um, Maybe we should hear out this gentleman and, and find out how we can help him while we're here. Because it seems like we're going to need to deal with these vampires again i don't think you need to help us yeah see he doesn't think we need to help him mainly because if you go out there you're going to die mainly because if we go out there we're... what there are several vampires several clans there are spirits werewolves they're all taking taking over the cathedral which is very very close to the lake of herons what would you have <gasps> us do? We have a sewer system of some sort. I can take you to it. Poop slides? I can take you through it, but I cannot take you any further, really. Some of the way is better than none of the way. There is... One person who may be able to help you. She's the only one in here who still really has hope. And who might that be? First, you have to promise you won't say anything about Avison being trapped. I don't know what an Avison is. Yeah, I already promised this to your deacon. We can move on to the next point. For some reason, you trust just telling strangers this. For future reference, if you want to keep a secret, don't tell people you just met. 
Just saying. For future reference, if you're going out there, you're going to die. So why would I? Why would I? What if we don't die? That's, That's a fair point. Either you're going out there to the Hell Vault, and you're going to make a big difference, which we are, or you're gonna die before you get there. So I don't really give a shit. It's it's not really something that I care about anymore. What is one thing that might turn the tides on this monster infestation that you seem to be having? Well, I got these new pants that I can move in a lot better, so I think I could definitely do more against them now. And honestly, they look very smart. You you look smashing. Okay, so to be to, to level the score, uh, the bad guys have vampire clans, werewolves, uh, almost total control, and have wiped out all hope. We have pants that, to be clear, do not have shit in them. Yeah. And they look very sharp. This is like the third time I've gone and done something, assuming I'm probably going to die. Uh, and I don't have much else to lose personally. So uh, if you guys want to get your affairs in order, I'm ready to go do this. Sunaj, what do you mean? We, we have so much left to do. You have an entire order to run. You have a, you have a plane to get back to. You have a, a continent to save. This is not something you can simply... I don't like it when you talk like this, Sunaj. It... Oh. Yeah, Sunaj, I haven't had an affair since my fiancé left me. What What does that have to do with anything? I don't have any affairs anymore. My fiancé left me. <laughs> you see Matt and Lothar are staring very wide-eyed at you. My laughter eventually turns into tears. <laughs> this is how you go out. <laughs> and Dranam is not amused. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Can someone just smack the fuck out of me? Princess Lo turns back around, walks up to you, and smacks the fuck out of you. It's going to be four. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Let's do this. I'll stop being a bitch. Well, I won't stop being a bitch, but I'll stop moping. Will I fit in the shithole? That's a good question. The sewers are... A bit small. I'm sure you can. You just may be on all four. But your friend will be walking pretty easy. As long as no one tries to ride me again. He looks at Sunaj. All right, not to sound repetitive, but even if we take the poop chute all the way there, and we get to the courtyard, and we are able to get to the Hell Vault without being discovered, then we'll definitely be discovered after we get to the Hell Vault, and then we'll have to fight our way back? Is that is that the gist of it? I'm not sure you're going to want to come back after making it to the Hell Vault, if you do make it. You'll lead them right back to all of these people. Good point. Excellent point, actually. Let's not do that. You know, it would have been nice before we went through the portal to this plane if we would have established some type of, you know, connection with Asmodeus so that we could get back on a dime, you know, like as soon as we finish this shit. Because now we're going to be stuck up in this prison, this hell vault, and that's going to suck. Asmo, who what? What? Who are you talking about? Meta. How do we get back? I say we just play it by ear. I mean, ideally, we show up, we get Gorum, 
maybe we find Avison if she's alive. And we take the soul and the maybe dead body and we fucking do something. I don't know. I'd say if we free Avison, she might be able to at least get someone to planeswalk us if she can't do it herself. Well, we got a good night's rest. That's more than we've had in a long time. So I'm grateful for that. And let's go to hell, shall we? Oh, all right, guys. We got to do this right if we're going to go to the hell vault. Everyone put your thing in. Your we- Put your weapon in. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> No, no, I put my hammer in. No, no, not you, Scotty. Lingling also puts his hammer in, if you know what I mean. Nah, Lingling puts his spear in. But he's actually like 10 feet away from you guys, but his spear's there. <laughs> Andronam will reach in with his trunk because he's feeling lazy today. Okay. On three, we say shaft hustle. Oh, God. That's like our that's our thing. You're going to have to deal with it. Wait, what's what's a shaft hustle? Just say it. Okay, okay. All right. It's not important. It is important to know that I'm the champion of it. Should the guide be with you or no? Oh, yeah, let's wait for the guide. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get the guide and then we'll do this. Yep. Get your thing. arms up. I'll be right back. Okay. Just just uh, 30 seconds. Yeah, don't put your arms down. We already got the motivation going here. Uh, he comes back five okay. minutes later. Right. You guys' arms are shaking. <laughs> Except Ling Ling's. Yeah. My, my trunk is not shaking. <laughs> do we get levels of exhaustion? Guys, my shoulder yeah, is really hurting. You see a girl... Previously, the one who was next to him before, she's blonde. She comes over. She's got long, like, straight hair. She comes... She's wearing normal... She's wearing, like, a normal knight outfit um, with, like, a skirt, basically, at the end. But it's all, like, steel. And she walks in sort of looking like Urza Scarlet, but blonde. On a scale of 1 to 10, how goblin-y does she look? Not at all. She's very, very humanoid. Lingling doesn't care, then. Everybody roll a perception check. 14. 21. 7. Ooh, that nat 20 coming in on the perception. Princess Slow, as you look over toward this girl, you especially can see an aura of light. You have not seen an aura of light from anyone that's been on this plane that you've seen so far. Even the people who say they have hope, she seems like she has some type of radiant aura about her. Oh. And she walks up and pulls out her short sword and raises it up with you all. Okay, shaft hustle on three. Shaft hustle? Yeah, you you just say it, and then we do like a hurrah type thing. Yeah, just go with hurrah. it. It's like a motivation. Okay. 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 One, two, three. Hurrah. Shaft hustle. You'll get it, honey. I'm so sorry. So Lothar tells me you all need a guide? Yes. Yeah, we want to go to the hell place. The hell vault. Yeah. All right. Uh, why? Our friend's there and Avison might be there, so we want to get him out. A- Avison is there? We don't know. Avison, Avison. You hear the door slam behind Lothar. <laughs> Avison is everywhere. Her hope is what guides us. She's there. She's here. She's everywhere. Roll a deception for me. Hey, with, yo, that's with a, disadvantage. That's a good save, bro. No, let him have that. With disadvantage. Come on. He, tried, that was so he has really good de- deception anyways. Bro, he's smooth as fuck with that. I was convinced. <laughs> I'm sitting right here and I was convinced. 
Oh, it's not looking good, though. He's doing maths, and he's not good at those. <laughs> uh, 14. Oh, I thought you were going to burn all your luck points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like him. Wait, did First you not roll. use all of them at the same time? Yeah, it's not like him. Spreading them out a little bit. Actually. Wow. New, new you. I've grown. I've grown. Oh, yeah. First time you use a luck point this session, you're going to use them all. First time, yeah. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to burn all three of them. No faith. Zero. Okay. Um. Right. Yes. Everywhere. I should know. I'm dressed like you, like someone of your religion. Which is. Ah, uh, are you not a disciple of Avicen? Yes, that that one. An Avicenian sister. You're dressed like one, but you don't seem to know what it is. Okay, cards on the table. No, I don't really know what your deal is here. I do know that your thing is hope, and I can get on board that train. And I look pretty good in robes, I I think. We borrowed the robes. We borrowed the robes. From a priest. She, she kind of gives you like, mm, yeah, not bad. Okay, thanks. Thanks. You're dressed pretty nice, too, I just want to say. You look nice. Thank and I'm you. I'm gay, so you don't have to worry about it. I'm not hitting on you. It's like a... You, you, you just can, look good. You know, it, it's... Sunaj. I got these new Sunage. pants from you guys. When yeah. you have to tell people you're not hitting on them, like... You did something wrong along the way. Somewhere, somewhere in the process, you messed up. No, you're fine. You're fine. My raccoon just died, and I'm a little emotional. And so uh, the things coming out of my mouth might be fucking nonsense half the time at this point, because I'm just all over the place. But I'm trying to be hopeful, and I'm trying to find my friend who's in the hell vault. If I do that, then this wasn't all for nothing. Your friend is Avison? No, it's it's this it's this guy called Gorham. I mean, Avison's cool too. He's not obviously. just a guy; he's a knight. Yeah, he's a knight. So Avison is in the Hell Vault then. Fuck he me! I didn't get that from what you said at all. I don't. You definitely fucked him right there. I did. Busted. Yeah, she's in the Hell Vault. Probably, maybe. We don't know. We're just as. Assuming. 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 Yeah. We don't know. All right. Well, um. Oh, boy. Okay. So the shit tube then? She walks back into the battered tavern with the cots that are all laid around and sort of leads you in. We are going to want some food if we are going through here. Something uh, dehydrated. So do you have dehydrated food or Yes we, yes we do. We have these critters down here. If you guys are wearing armor, uh I would wear a robe over top. These things will eat through your armor. Well, I just got this leather stuff on me. I should be alright. Right? Oh yeah, you should be fine. Yes, I'm wearing a robe and my sh- shield is wooden. So Well that probably seems good. to be alright. I will need the biggest cloak that you have. Okay. I will Can take do. I will I'll take your cloak as well. Thank you. We will sew some some cots together or something. I think he just emptied a couple out last night, so she walks over to a few of the the men who are sort of just sitting over in a circle and she has them basically knit these things together for you. Lingling grabs a pillowcase. And 
rips a little hole in the one end and puts it over him like a cloak just so he can fit in. Nice. <laughs> you have no arms. You just look like a walking head. Yeah. And Hello. It, he, he walks around like that for a while, and uh, he trips over a couple times and then decides to poke armholes into, <laughs> you know, trial and error. Right, of course. <laughs> Let's go. And she takes you back to this little grate and opens it up. And it's very, very small. But forcing yourself through it, Endronam, you're able to eventually get through it. It is very, very bad. But because you touch the sides, you are covered in, like, shit. You need me to spit on you? Do you spit a little better? Yes, let's all spit on him. Nobody spit on me. Everybody started spitting. <laughs> what? Stop it. Stop. Hey, I said no. <laughs> and then it's working. Disgusting. <laughs> we pull you through. Might as well smear me in shit at this point. <laughs> that was after he got through that you spit on his forehead. <laughs> You'll pay for that, little one. Well, how much do you want? I don't have a whole lot. 891 gold pieces. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> so genuine. <laughs> nope. Uh, she raises her sword, and you see it starts to glow. She starts to walk you guys down this uh, this like wet path. And as you guys sort of make several turns... Is anybody like trying to keep track of the way? I am a master cartographer. Are you? Yeah. So you're you're easily able to kind of dictate where everything is going to be. Lovely. And you can definitely tell she's going a long route underneath as she walks up to one of the walls. You can see that there's this metal grate. It looks sort of like a almost like a manhole but it's on the side of a wall. This is how you get into the water, the lake of herons. You said your friend Gorham's in this prison? We assume, assume, yeah. You know what they say about assumptions. You can't say it, so stop trying. I just said it. He's doing his best. Sorry, I'm still a little pissy, I guess. What's your deal? You're so fucking perky. I hey, you can't like you say are stuff defeated. like that about women. <laughs> it is not nice to speak her, of her physique like that. She's wearing armor. How would I even I'm talking about her fucking personality. There you go. Cursing at the nice woman again, you heathen. I'm cursing at you, you big dumb fuck. I've been called worse. <laughs> Sorry. How are you happy? Why are you not run down as a human being? You have hope. I I had it before. But with you guys coming in and bringing the idea of Avison back, it all sounds like a dream. And if you can do it, You'll be saving everyone here, and that's why I'm happy. Because you're helping to bring hope back. 
Will you not aid us? In the Hell Vault? Yes. You want me to come with you? It would improve our chances of restoring the angel. I'm not a fighter. I... If you think it'll help, I will go with you. For Avison. Ling Ling pulls a scouter out to read her power level. I don't think that's canon. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Got some guesses that it's not. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. She's like the farmer in the first episode of Dragon Ball Z. It's like... <laughs> the average human... Well, average human being has five power. He's got... That farmer had like ten. Really? Yeah, he was a beast. He had that, that farmer's strength. He did. So, or it was either farmer strength or maybe he had a touch of, you know, the special stuff. I want to talk more. <laughs> that why, why is that not surprising? We should move post-haste. Listen, we can't we can't tell you that you should come with us. I just did. I won't tell you that you should come with us. I will. At the end of the day, you've got to stand for something and fight for something that you want to see, if you want to see change in the world. When I started trying to not be the fucking worst person on the planet, uh, I couldn't fight at all. But uh, I tried. And it ended up helping people, eventually. She opens the... You see her just... As you're talking, she starts grabbing onto this manhole, and she rips it off. And you see just a shit ton of nasty fluid just... <laughs> uh, roll a deck saving throw, Sunaj, oh, as you're talking. I'm going to make the adult decision and not use a luck point for this pointless fucking oh, thing. Oh, God. That's going to be a seven. Okay, it's going in your mouth. This liquid is immediately just flooding you. You take two poison damage. I should use the luck point. Uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 16. You realize it's super nasty. You get one great vomit out first, and then you take a deep breath and wipe off the vomit from your lip, and you realize that this is just pouring out. Of this little man hole. I'm sorry. I, I got really excited about you talking about me being my own person and doing something that I think that matters and and protecting hope. <coughs> yeah, that's fucking great. Thanks. <coughs> uh, she pulls out like some uh, some Altoids. Is Matt with us? This is super like late, I guess, but he did not come with us? No, he didn't. Okay. Him and Lothar immediately went into the room as soon as you guys started talking about Avison. Gotcha. They fucking... Yeah, they just clapping cheeks. She hands you a thing of uh, Altoids. I take it. That's why they seemed so close. We thought they were brothers. Little Stepbrothers. <laughs> That's a popular genre nowadays. <laughs> it is. Oh, America. Yeah, so... To get into the Lake of Herons, we have to go through here. Then let's go. I think Lowe should go first, maybe, right? Watery stuff? Or I can go first. Is it dark in there? It's underwater, so probably. Mm, I can't see in the dark very well. How about she pulls her sword 
um, with the sheath out and touches your forehead, and a little light appears on your forehead. Oh, it's awesome! I'm so glad I decided to bring her with. Ling Ling jumps into the hole. <laughs> okay. Hey, I can still see! The, the light stayed on my head, guys! But in reality, it's all water, so all you can hear is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking that. So, Ling Ling, you dive in, and it keeps trying to push you out, so I'm going to need you to make athletic checks to pull yourself through. It does appear to have, like, some type of uh, a ladder system. It's like metal, uh, it's like a metal ladder that basically curves, but it's, they're just basically, like, uh, almost like bent rebar is what it kind of looks like, or feels like, I guess, because you can't really see it very well. Athletics? Yes. 21. Okay. You're pulling yourself through pretty easily, and it starts to curve upward. I shall follow the example of the little man. Uh, you realize this is going to be really, really small for you, yeah. but you definitely put your head in, <laughs> and it just plugs the hole. Yeah, I was like, oh, I could probably just wiggle my way through the hole, and the people who crawl behind me won't even get wet. <laughs> You're still just like taking it straight to the face. Uh, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. 17. You're you're good. You're able to kind of deal with it while you kind of look forward, but there's definitely shit getting in your eye sockets. Usually. Yeah, I'm going to cast reduce on him. Yeah, so I, I reduce his size and kind of just give him a little push into the tunnel. Now I'm medium. Now you need to make an athletics check to pull yourself through. 22. You're good. You're able to easily pull yourself through. I feel light as a feather, even though no one can hear me. <laughs> Since Ling Ling is now hitting uh, the curve, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 12. You have all of this shitty water coming toward your mouth and everything, and you start to vomit underwater. And Endronam is getting the full... Full deal with that. Just straight up vomit. It could miss me now. I'm little. <laughs> You're littler. God damn it. I dive in after him. Okay. It also hits you then. And I'll dive in as well. All right. Since you three have already passed the con save, you do not have to worry about it. Princess Lo, I need you to make a con saving throw. Please. So I do have something called thick skin. Um, which makes me impervious to environmental effects that might poison and or make someone sick due to my race. Adapted for the toxic swamps of the Shadowfell, you have resistance to poison damage and you ignore any deficiency caused by toxic environments. You cannot even take poison conditions. I think that's clear enough. All this shit hits your eyeballs and... You're you're able to kind of fight through it. I like to think that my clear eyelids like close from the side, and when it comes at my eyes, like I keep my primary eyelids open and my secondary eyelids closed, and then just dive in. Are you breathing underwater? Or are you actually holding your breath this time? Uh, I'm breathing underwater. Gross. All right. So I need an athletics from both Princess Lo and Sunaj. Eleven. Aha. 22. Princess Lo, you're able to start moving pretty easily. Sunaj, you were in front of her, correct? Yes. You are having a very hard time keeping a grip on this rebar. 
So your hand keeps slipping off or you keep grabbing shit and you're not sure which one it is, but you're afraid that it might be shit. I hate it. <laughs> you think you're grabbing the right thing, but it keeps like it. It's just like squishy something and it's nothing. You can't grab anything well, hard. I'm grabbing here. this shit and I'm also I'm distracting myself because I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to ruin this nice fucking robe I just got. And yeah, there's a hole in the chest, but now it's shit colored. I quick pull my tail back after he grabs it. I would yell at him, but we're underwater in the in the diarrhea swamp. So you're grabbing him? No. Okay. No, I would, but ah. you know, uh, I'm trying to get out of the diarrhea swamp. Okay. I can't see him. I just know he grabbed my tail like a fuck. That's fair. So I'm behind Sunaj. Can I come up behind him and and help him? Yeah, you absolutely can. He is struggling hard as fuck. You could tell he's just like really just grabbing at anything he can grab. All right. Well, he can grab onto me. I'll give you a help action on your next save or whatever. Give me an athletics with advantage. Nat 20. Excellent. Uh, with the help of Princess Lo, you're easily able to maneuver your way back to the rebar. And you're, from then, you're able to easily pull yourself out. And the girl that's with you guys also follows. Yeah. So you haven't even said her name yet, I don't think. No, I haven't. Ling Ling, you make your way all the way through this rebar tunnel, and you end up hitting something ahead of you. It's something flat, but you cannot get around it, and it appears to be basically holding the tunnel. So I got to push on it? Uh, you could try and push it, yeah. Yeah, if I can't get around it. <laughs> Give me an athletics check. 26. You start to push it. You realize that it's supposed to be a pole. <laughs> But as you're pushing it, you push it completely through and get picked up by the current and float up super fast. Dope. You basically like arched your feet on one of the rebar things just to push it, and you pushed super hard and just flew through it. Uh, with that, the current pulls up, and all of you are basically thrown upward into this lake. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> That's all we hear. Was that your lion? <laughs> that was 100% your lion. <laughs> uh, you guys swim up to the top of the water. And you all kind of poke your head out. Everything's still dark. Clouds of purple and red. In front of you guys, you see this. My forehead's still lit. <laughs> yes. Bright. In front of you guys, you see this silver obelisk just sitting right in front of the lake on a hill. Ling Ling smacks itself on the forehead a couple times to try to get the light to go away. It basically, you slap your forehead and then it sticks to your hand. All right. Then he, he just stuffs his hand underwater so that it's not, they're not, it's not like a beacon of light that someone could see. <laughs> and then it turns off. Lo is going to ask the girl, guide, is that obelisk hell no but it is the hell vault excellent um by the way i i don't i don't like just calling you guide do you have a name i don't know i kind of like guide guide's a good name i can call you guide it just sort of makes me feel like i'm helping well well you are absolutely i could call you your name and guide yeah that's cool um uh... But first, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay, important question. Is this water shit water? No, actually, the lake is actually really clean. Okay, so I'm just like 
just slurping water to my mouth and gurgling and spitting and i'm doing this over and over it appears that what you guys were in was like some type of old shaft that hustle yeah that you guys basically hustled through but it's had old, old water in there for a long time. So it's it wasn't actual shit, but there was definitely like dead, dead shit in there. Cool. I swim to the shore. I'm going to swim towards the obelisk. Which is on the shore, right? Yes, it is on the shore. It is up right on the hill. So you two start swimming toward the hill. Ling Ling follows. I'm going to elephant paddle with my ears to get out of the water. All right, beautiful. Um, Ling Ling the whole time is <laughs> dipping his face in the water and then like spitting it out like a spout. Oh, beautiful. Oh. You're like a little cute little fountain. I'm just seeing Endronom, a giant elephant in the water, just yelling roll tide as he like comes to shore. He's not a, he's not a giant. He's I am, about the size of me. I am human size now. Wow. He's just okay. bulky. Okay. Normal, normal humanoid elephant yelling roll tide, which makes it worse. Like you got a beer gut. Definitely a we, hat. His can, ears are still big. His ears are still big, though. Can we see if Ling Ling notices that he's not <laughs> as large as he was? If he rolls a He two. was underwater when I did that. Perception? Yeah. That's yeah, a 17. 17 perception? You definitely notice. So when we were in the, uh, the shaft, I was thinking about pooping on them all. <laughs> <laughs> you finally yeah. unclench your cheeks. <laughs> I thought about it, but I, I was nice. That's character development. That is. I like. I like how for you pooping yourself is a nat twenty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Roll a nat Not twenty. Not a nat one. <laughs> Not only do you get your uh, weapon damage on a nat twenty, you get additional poison damage because you shit on the blade. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my gosh! Way of the sewage blade. We've got a homebrew that. <laughs> You guys all swim to the shore. You guys make your way to this, like, uh, shitty, like, there's no grass, not even peeking through, and it's all just straight hard dirt. It's completely disgusting looking because there's been so much blood spilled here. What's the plan moving forward? How do we get into the obelisk? How long will I be tiny? Just look at my hands and realize that I'm a little man, bitch. Yeah, that lasts a minute, so you're 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 back to regular size. Unfortunate. Just kidding. We're going to have to find a way to get into the rock. I haven't seen Dwayne Johnson. So here's the thing, and I don't know if any of you know this about me, but before I got my magic as a druid, I was told by the shaman of our tribe of uh, changelings that my power... My natural magical power comes from my connection to the elemental plane of Earth. I have an unnaturally gifted connection to stone. So maybe that'll help. Maybe not. You could change the stone like you change your ugly your face? Maybe. <laughs> that was so sweet. He tried to correct it. <laughs> I don't think we should call that sweet, guys. I think we need to have a higher bar. <laughs> for lingling though no that was sweet he tried to correct it he should he, he normally he would just call him ugly he said his ugly his face lingling is always trying to be nice to people it just it hardly ever comes off that way <laughs> i'm not sure if that's going to work or not but let's give it a shot 
Okay. So are we at this obelisk where like I'm close enough to like touch it or something? Yes. And it is huge. Okay. Can I just like put my head to it and try and like tap into my connection to the elemental plane of Earth? Sure. Uh go ahead and roll. I know this is silly. I'm listening for like a voice from the plane or the obelisk or something. I've never really fucked with stone too much. Roll me an insight check. Can I wander around the stone looking for any clues or spears of holy radiance? Yeah, go ahead and roll uh, perception with advantage. I got a 17 on the insight. Sunaj, you're sort of touching this thing and you're closing your eyes trying to meditate and you don't necessarily hear anything but your fingers do turn a little bit to stone. Like, they they start to look a little more, like, hardened, I guess. N- not necessarily, like, defective. You can turn them back. Like a bunch of metapods. Okay. And my forehead was pressed against it, too. Does that turn to stone? Or yes. Okay. So I pull away when I notice that, just lightly. And you're able to kind of conceal it again, too. Do they go back to normal? Yep. Okay. Endronom. Walking around, you're looking for different weapons and everything that are on the ground, and you don't necessarily see any weapons, but you find hella blood and hella dents in the ground where it looks like people have been thrown straight up Dragon Ball Z style. I think they held the cell games here. You also start to hear growling in the distance and screaming, and it sounds like it's coming from the city where you guys originally were. You can't see fire or anything like that, but you can definitely see tons of smoke rising. So how far away uh, do I hear these noises? How far can an elephant uh, hear again, Dietrich? I don't know. I rolled really well. (laughs) I don't know. Two miles? Easily around that. Okay. So uh, from the noises I'm picking up, can I discern that any of them are aware of where we are or that anything is coming towards us? You cannot tell, no. So I'm going to choose to keep this information to myself so the party is not thrown into disarray. Okay, those of you with brains, I have new information. So when you touch the stone, you kind of become stony. Or maybe that's just me because I was tapping into the... Hey, Ling Ling? Yeah? Do you want to touch that obelisk for a few seconds? Yeah, and see if I get hard? Yeah. (laughs) Ling Ling goes up and touches it. You get hard, but not your hands. Okay. This is awkward. (laughs) No, I'm not turning to stone. The girl turns around. He doesn't appear to turn to stone, though. She also goes over and starts touching it, but her hands don't change. So I could try melding myself into the stone surface. But the question is, can you get inside? Yes. I'm just going to Tebow this thing. You know, just Endronom one knee, fucking get her done. You know, but like, but like David... Like Michelangelo in the Sistine Chapel where he's touching, you know, reaching out the finger, but with my trunk to the hell vault. Really really artsy and shit. Beautiful. Uh, you look absolutely, uh, roll a uh, performance check. Ooh, 16. You look pretty damn good. I hold my trunk up like, like you know, uh, Kobe. Pretty elegant. I'm too sad to even be aroused by that. Let's tell you something. Logue goes over to Sunaj and says... I like your melding plan. That seems to have a lot more integrity than my two plans. One was cast shatter on the on the thing, and the other one was call lightning on the top of it. I really got nothing besides that. 
We could just hit it until it breaks or something, maybe. That's about where I'm at right now. Maybe we should try Sunaj's meld plan first. Yeah, I, I agree. Sounds good. Guide, you, you've never heard any rumors or anything about how to get in this thing? No, I haven't. Why do we call you Guide when you're a girl? Shouldn't we call you Girled? <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier. I was that like, I'm a... waiting for someone to say that shit. That is a very good point. I actually really like Girled. Yes. Guys, woke take. Guide is uh, a patriarchal uh, term. Wow, look at that. We're, we're really making some headway here. So before I'm fully meld with the stone, I just want to, before I use a spell to do that, oh, it's a ritual. I, I can just take my time and just do it. So I'm going to do that. I go over, I really try and tune into my connection with the elemental plane or whatever historical ancestry I had with that and try and just press myself into the stone to be absorbed by it. Okay, everybody roll a perception check. 20. 26. 9. And soon as you are focusing on this, this stone, mm-hmm. and are you casting the spell? Are you ritually casting? Yes. Okay. Within about 10 seconds, both Ling Ling and Endronom, you start to hear feet pattering toward you. Something wicked this way comes. And you kind of catch a whiff of, smells like wet dog. Can I see if Ling Ling also smells? Yeah. Yeah, Ling Ling also smells like wet dog. Yeah, absolutely. It, <laughs> it sounds as though it is the creatures of the night that we were warned of. There's definitely someone coming. So I don't notice any of this. Nope. You're slowly doing this ritual. I'm just absorbed in the ritual as well. Like, wow, this is so cool. I should really learn how to do this. Lo, ready your arms! Uh, so I whip out my I whip out my war hammer and I get ready for war. So when you see them, you can prepare a spell. Done. You are now basically engulfed in the hell vault. Okay. But you're not actually inside of it. You're just a rock now. <laughs> Is that what happened? Uh, you definitely don't. You can't see anything or hear anything. Well, even with meld with stone, I'd be able to make, uh, I'd be able to hear things outside. It would just be with disadvantage. So gotcha. if I can't hear anything. So it's very muffled. Okay. So you can hear very, very muffled voices. Can he get out of the stone? Whenever he wants. Can I yell at him? He might be able to keep making his way through the stone, though. Well, I think if this was going to work to get us into the hell vault, it would have worked. I don't think it's a... I, I mean, I stood there pressed against stone for, like, minutes. You're completely inside the obelisk, are you not? Yes. Keep going, dude. <laughs> like, what's yeah, stopping you'll, you now? You'll either get into the hell vault or you'll pop out the other side. I don't think it works like that. Once you're in it, I don't believe you can move. Yeah, you basically just become wrapped into the stone. And you, like, become part of the stone. You're not Seen too fast, too furious? No. Ejecto cedo, cuz. <laughs> okay, well, I got a, <laughs> I got a 12 for my perception with disadvantage so i hear him right i'll say yeah you can hear him okay well i assume that this has not worked and then i pop back out uh you pop back out and you see they're all basically prepping themselves can i do an arcana check on the obelisk to determine if there's any kind of magical means of storage or uh any way to get into like the prison that we've heard about you absolutely can can Ling Ling also do an arcana check? Oh, absolutely. With disadvantage. Can, can I? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or, or hear me out. 
Ling Ling, why don't you help that me? That is a uh, nine on the Never die, mind. so a seven. Oh, okay. Ling Ling, you can definitely tell that this rock is probably some st- like some type of stone. I only rolled a ten. I'm sorry. Somebody want to give me a help help action? Yeah, uh, I turned to low and I'm like, "What are you doing? What the fuck is going on? Oh, are you looking at the stone? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I learned a little bit while I was in there. Mainly, it's stone. But and then I give it the help action. Okay. Nat twenty. Tell me everything uh, about this obelisk, please. <laughs> you know Clutch. for a fact. Ling Ling knows that it's a stone. <laughs> he he definitely lets you know on that. He helps you on that. <laughs> Thanks, Ling Ling. You definitely know what Lothar said earlier about Avison creating a ritual that essentially allowed her to seal Grizzlebrand. Unfortunately, she may have been sealed as well. This is something that you could have probably put together. You do know that you need some form of ritual to get into this, but you do know that it is not something physical. Something magical has to be done in order for you to enter the supernatural world in the Hell Vault. But you can definitely tell that it's some form of dimension stone. All right. I'm going to cast Death Ward on on Ling Ling. Burn in that fourth level spell slot right out of the gate. I'm assuming you pass this information on, right, Lo? Avacyn definitely sealed her nemesis in here, and... I believe she sealed herself in as well. But we're going to need some kind of magic ritual in order to get in. Uh, 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 anything magical in order to access the the other dimension of the soul chamber. That's all I can. That's all I understand. Do you know of any rituals? Well, um. Funny you should ask. You, I've been exploring rituals, and I, I, I'm looking for a notebook. <laughs> so if you see some kind of ritual spell book, I would love to get my hands on one. Um, but no, I have not ran across any myself. Have you? That's crazy. It's almost like I wasn't talking to you. Oh. Oh. Okay. So right. I'm sorry. That was a little harsh. Uh, no, I think no, he no, was no, talking no, to the girl. Oh, yes, the girl. Stay woke. Uh. Okay. Um. She pulls out her bag and she starts just r- like, she starts rummaging through stuff, trying to find. It looks like something in there. Can I grab one of the Altoids again? I'm assuming she just threw it out. I just want. She gave it. you the the canister. Oh, you needed cool. it. Uh. She pulls out a piece of parchment. Maybe this, and she hands it to you, Sunaj. Okay, I look at it. Uh. Roll an Arcana check. With advantage. 20, not net. Sunaj, you start looking over this, and you see it's riddled with runes. After touching it and activating some little bit of magic in your hands, you are able to decipher what starts to be written. You all hear Sunaj start speaking gibberish. And as he does so, his hair starts to float up. He starts to glow, and as the parchment starts to rise, you see the Hell Vault starts to shine. Once he finishes, you start to see the Hell Vault looks similar to the liquid wall that you guys dealt with when you were in Ravnica. 
and inside you see light flying around. Just a tiny little bit of light. It looks like a little firefly in the dark. I go in. Is that a thing? You start to walk in mindlessly as you see this thing staring at this pretty little light flying around. I'll charge valiantly behind my comrade. Straight up platform nine and three quarter style, you run through. Lingling does the same. Wait, did I make it? I'll tell you in a minute. I am a wizard. <laughs> the girl definitely looks over to you, low and says, go. I, I do as she commands. I'll be right behind you. Uh, you both definitely go in <laughs> uh, one way or another. And the hell vault starts to shimmer as you all enter this black void. You are all sort of floating. Looking around, all you can see is darkness. Sunaj, even after you walked into this area, you feel your body is just floating. It feels like somebody casts levitate on you. But you all know that that is not the case. You are just in this void. And as you look around, you do not see that little aura of light flickering around at all. But then you start to hear... <laughs> Finally. To be continued. Grizzlebrand. Dude, I'm going to fight Grizzlebrand. Yeah, he's going to fuck us up. Fuck yeah. He's going to fuck us up. Unless Avison helps, but she's hurt, so. Oh, Gorum's going to save us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we call her the girl. She's She got That's us really cool. I, I don't know. <laughs> she I guided. I didn't know if anyone was actually going to say that, did. but as soon as we said guide, I was like, but she's a girl. It was like, it's, it's like. She girled you. Yeah, she girled us. She's got to leave it to Ling Ling. Down with the patriarchy. That was really clever. That was very clever. Yeah, someone else should have said it. No, Ling Ling's got some zingers every once in a oh, while. Yeah. Ling Ling has most of the zingers. Honestly, his... It's because you edit all mine out. Well, you don't have Well, that. your zingers are probably. I have nothing to edit out. <laughs> I, was, I was like, even like actual character-wise, Ling Ling's wisdom and charisma is very high. It's just his intelligence is very low, so... I'm the opposite. Honestly, perfect really combination high. for a stand-up comic. Like, honestly. Right. <laughs> True. What if he wants to be a sit-down comic? See, so, that's why we edit you out, Roger, right there. <laughs> <laughs> what is one thing that Sunaj did that Chris liked? I don't know. Sunaj kind of fucking sucked this episode. Yeah, that's like every other episode. I, like, I'm, I'm fucking emotional and uh, kind of mopey. Uh, I guess, if anything, I liked uh, that I'm starting to get in touch with the stone side of my uh, stone sorcerer origin. Yeah, that was I've dope. Been kinda, that's been kind of off the books. And it, I mean, the first kill I have is killing three fucking mages with a single stone. So, I mean, it's there. It's been there this whole time, but I've just been focusing on more well, ridiculous yeah, things like fire. Yeah, and you ran out of stones so quickly you started using meat and biscuits. <laughs> True. <so. laughs> True that. I forgot about those biscuits. Maybe they lied. Maybe I'm actually a meat, <laughs> meat origin sorcerer. Yeah, try to meld into one of us. Yeah, true. <laughs> I kind of am. I mean, I can meld into different people. What is one thing Ling Ling did that Thomas liked? Two things. I got two things. 
very proud of the girl. <laughs> very good. Yeah. And then uh, uh, just taking charge and going through the manhole and leading the way up. Yeah, that was. You're definitely the best person to go first. Mm -hmm. Like you have the highest strength, and I don't know how many other people could have been able to push that thing off. Right. First try. <laughs> that was impressive. Push a pole and have it work out in the best yeah. way possible. <laughs> this was one of those rare sessions where we actually did the things we were good at instead of like one of the other party members jumping in and trying to do it. Yeah. It was like going through a garage door. Not not open lifting it up, but going through it. <laughs> what is one thing that Andronom did that Roger liked? So I think that this was a good episode for Andronom vocally. Uh, I liked to think I jumped into a lot of the conversations and flushed out a lot of dialogue opposed to normally I'm uh or I guess Endronom is more stoic and pensive. So it was kind of uh nice to talk and and ha and let loose as a giant elephant man. Nice. Except you were just a normal sized elephant man for, for a little bit. Episode. Yeah. Only for the water. Well, I, I think sorry, uh one thing I just note I was just thinking about is the first the beginning of this episode I was silent and I think uh, a lot of you guys have relied on me running my mouth all the fucking time. Yeah, you talk a lot. So there was, the, uh, right at the beginning, there were several big gaps where, like, Endronom had to talk and Lo had to talk because I didn't butt my fucking big mouth in. Very true. Yeah, it's easier to talk when someone else isn't fucking doing it all the goddamn time. <laughs> yeah, it took you guys a minute to be like, do we have the stage now? Yeah, well, Chris is going to shut the fuck up. Did Chris just retire? Holy shit. We got to have him kill someone more often. Maybe we'll get some good lines in. Kill his Yeah, friends. maybe he really will kill Liga if we run into him. You know him. what that means. Lingling has to die next. Yeah. No, friends. Oh, so I have to die next. We're not wearing the earrings anymore. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, true. That's, that's going to suck in the future. What is one thing that Princess Lo did that Dietrich liked? Uh, Metagaming-wise, I always enjoy whenever Princess Lo gets to do something like Triton-esque and getting to jump in a putrid uh, waterway is right up there in like the perfect, this is exactly what Tritons are for area. So that was a lot of fun. Um, in roleplay-wise, kind of in the same vein as... Chris this episode I enjoyed listening to the other people play actually like I one you guys did a great job I thought it was a great episode but two besides some role play in the beginning Princess Lo took a back seat I think that was actually part of her character development she tends to speak more when she's uncomfortable and when she feels threatened and now she's around people she considers her friends and she doesn't feel like she needs to constantly defend herself or constantly be on guard. So it was nice to sit back and listen to the others mesh and vibe and share the screen a little, you know? So yeah, it, it did play into her character development, but it was also just a nice thing for Dietrich to see. I do want to say, uh, cause you brought up the earrings. I am pretty sure I have both of them because I ripped my own off and ripped off Sunaj's. Yeah, you do. So, yeah, I'll have to figure out who I want to. I wonder if you put both of them in, if you'd finally be able to think. Hey, if you say <laughs> that, if you say that to Ling Ling in game, it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope, actually. His intelligence score doubles. <laughs> 
Um, that, that's it's almost still, positive. It, it's still, yeah, it's still a modified plus one. Like, let's not get crazy. Um, but I, I, you know, what's like something I'm it really ready for. Two. I cannot wait to hear the blooper reel of all the times Roger reacts to when we say we're going to edit something out. So enjoyable. <laughs> We've got to piece that together. Like every time we'd be like, oh, we're editing that out. And he's like, no, I don't want to have the thing that we edited out in there. I just want the reactions. <laughs> so, wait, you guys are actually editing it out? We'll just we'll just bleep. We'll just have these super long bleeps. And then, yeah, we're going to cut that out. No. <laughs> no what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. You know, I'm so funny. you know another thing that I'm surprised nobody said anything about? Hashtag. Where is Barry? <gasps> yeah, I I was thinking about it that whole time. I was gonna bring it up, but um, Ling Ling as a character didn't say anything. And by the time I was like, "Fuck, I should have said something." We were already coming out of the shoot, so yep. I was like, "Oh uh, man, he's, he's sleeping. He's still he is not with you currently. He's correct. in the tub. Yep, he is still in the tub. We're gonna have to go back to the lake because he was the yeah. He's an octopus. He's an yeah. octopus yeah. right now." He can't. He would have been perfect for the move. water. He, he would have been, been fucking perfect. He I was waiting for somebody to say something about it. That's why I was like, own. Oh, he could have easily, and he could have easily taken his way through the rebar and taken other people, like eight arms. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Only time we've ever needed Barry. Yeah. Well, we didn't really need him because I did. All That's that true. Anyways. Only time I've ever wanted Barry. <laughs> yeah, wanted. Yeah. He would have been great for that. But hashtag where's Barry? Hashtag where's cool. Barry? Get that get that so, trending on Twitter now. No, we should hashtag owner of a raccoon sometimes. Never mind. <laughs> oh, not even sometimes. Just never mind. Owner of a raccoon, never mind. Yeah. That was so bad. It was so or bad. Owner so of bad. a raccoon one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my broken psyche and emotional state is 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 fun fodder for you it was pretty I'm, good. I'm not gonna Especially lie it's like... great it's it's some of the best <laughs> content we've had on this podcast what's crazy though is like you guys should have seen him after the episode last time <clears throat> i know thomas saw it but like chris was like actually distressed yeah i knew it i knew it too when it happened i was shocked chris was like able to get through the rest of the episode i was like damn he's really holding himself together proud of you man well he had to he did it yeah, true. He did it. He managed. <laughs> I think it all hit him after the episode. Yeah. And he yeah. just lost the pet that he wanted so bad. The friend. This Actually, is what happens when feed. you try to take pets on adventures. People need to stop doing this. Because we got our feats, there's one feat that lets you take spells from other classes. Uh, I thought about taking one in Warlock so that I could summon a familiar. And then, but, but no. My skill set up to this point has not led to that, and I don't want to ruin his name by summoning some fucking little demon imp thing. Calling it Snowball. Oh, so while we're talking about leveling up, uh, I got a new spell, and I feel like it was fitting. You know, it's like I evolved the need to see in the dark, so now I have dark vision. Nice. It was like, we, we needed it a lot. And it was like, that's why I kept asking about, like, I mean, I already picked the spell, but it was like, you know, if there was light in this plane and how things were looking, it was like, we developed an excessive need for it. So through that, my magic manifested a spell that I learned. Hmm. Nice. Nifty. We're going to cut that out. I know. Um, 
<laughs> Not the I was. I knew that one was getting cut out. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> so, uh, that's what your parents probably said about you. So, you know, when you were in the womb. Yeah, we're gonna cut that one out. Yep. <laughs> well, well, they wanted to make sure that they had the C-section because I had a big head. So, uh, never really actually changed sizes. Um, when I grew up. <laughs> Still, that is our episode. Your head. That is our episode, everyone. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening, and we are out. Laser noise. That is it for this week's episode, everyone. Thank you for listening. A few quick things. Our intro and outro song, Cruising in Neutral, is courtesy of a local Wisconsin pop-punk easycore band, Common Threads. If you like that, check them out on Spotify and iTunes. Like and follow them on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash commonthreadswi. And their Twitter handle is at cthreadswi. We have Patreon content up, and for just $5 a month, you can become a hero of Grigon and gain access to Gorham's Gemspiration, Daddy Salem's Bedtime Stories, Detective Ling, and get early access to videos of DM's Guide to Creation, where Chris and I will build everything a DM builds and more. Message us on Twitter or at us, at HalfClassPod, and tell us what you thought of the episode, and we will shout you out personally. Hell, we'll even do it in your favorite character voice. Thanks again, everyone. We are out. Much love.